This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love math. But you know what's a bit odd? Numbers that aren't divisible by two. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was, was a bit of a, you know, a, a clown. Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast with the wave an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. So I'm paging Dr. Steve. It's Weird Medicine from the world-famous Cardiff Electric Network Studios. The first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott. The traditional Chinese medical practitioner gives me street street cred with the wacko alternative medicine assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And uh, my wife, Tacey. Hello. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you have a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at DRScottWM. And visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical stuff, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, practical nurse, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory scientist, registered dietitian, or whatever. So, yes, very good. I was just kidding, Tacey. You're just very delightful. Wasn't paying attention to what you said anyway. (laughs) Okay, good. 
Nothing changed there. Uh, don't forget to check out stuff.drsteve.com, stuff.drsteve.com. And check us out on our Patreon uh, show. It's just tasty. Tasty. Tasty and me. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> it's old tasty. Check, check, please. It's our, uh, it's Tasty and me doing Patreon together. And, um, it's on patreon.com slash weird medicine. There's a bunch of different tiers, things that we'll send you, stuff like that. We're going to do some Q&As, maybe live streams. We don't know what we're going to do, so we're open to ideas. But we do have our first Patreon show out there. Plus, we have a Big Joe's uh, Big Show, which was the request of uh, one of our patrons named Have Claire. you scheduled that? What's that? Big Joe's show. Well, no, it's our it's one we did a million years ago. Oh. So intern Jesse, you remember intern Jesse? Mm-hmm. His brother mm-hmm. was a baseball player. Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, brother. His brother. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was in the big leagues. Yeah, it was in the big leagues. Yeah, <clears throat> and he had to do a final exam, and so I gave him the uh, uh, the distasteful assignment of cobbling together a 50 minute and 10 second show that's all your mother oh no mm-hmm. uh, for air on Sirius XM <laughs> so yeah it's pretty funny so there's up that's up there our first I think first uh, riot cast show is up there and some other stuff like that so check that out at patreon.com slash weird medicine and don't forget Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net that's simply herbals.net. If you go to tweakedaudio.com and use offer code FLUID, you can still get 33% off the best earbuds for the price and the best customer service anywhere. I don't know if we're getting anything from that anymore, but still I support them because they're a Tennessee business. They're in Franklin, Tennessee, and they really, 33% off, and nobody's giving discount codes like that anymore. So it's pretty awesome. Well, thank you for uh, being here, Dr. Scott and Tacey. Don't forget to check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. That's simplyherbals.net. And uh, do you have anything on there uh, of note? I know I'm getting email. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing good. Way to sell it. Uh, I know I'm getting a lot of people still asking if you have any of your uh, snot spray. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and we and thank you when you uh, you, you forward those to me, and we take yep. care of them pretty quickly. Okay, yeah. so I really do appreciate it. You can just if you ever want to get in touch with us, just go to drsteve.com and click contact, and ignore the warnings. That's for the riffraff. Don't worry about it. That's right. So I have um, we've got a bunch of calls that we got to do today. I have one thing that. Um, Sean Pedrick is a, one of our longtime listeners and Twitter followers, and he's on our Patreon as well. And uh, he always has some pretty cool ideas. And he sent me this thing. It's Causes of Death in London in 1632. So they had their version of the CDC that kept track of um, where what people died from. And, they, you know, the Londoners kept pretty good records back then this is what you know england is where uh epidemiology was created with the cholera epidemic that was coming from a single well and uh that guy john snow found the well where the thing uh where the cholera was coming from uh just by surveying people and mapping out where the cases were and figuring out uh, you know getting closer and closer to the epicenter so he laid uh, waste to the uh, th- to the hypothesis. You know nothing, John Snow. Oh, God. <laughs> oh Lord! 
Yeah, it's really bad. Nerd alert. It was terrible. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, I don't have the nerd one. Okay, well, I do have uh, this <laughs> don't one. Don't worry. That's because you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> there you so, go. We do have a nerd. All right. Um, so causes of death in London, 1632. Now, Dr. Scott and Tacey both start... Um, you're going to have to look some of these things up because what they, surely to God, they didn't have different diseases. They just called them different things or they didn't know what they were. For example, uh, that year in London, um, a certain number of people, 267 people died of dropsy. Does anybody know what that is? This is one I know what this is. Heart failure. Oh. Give yourself a bill. Exactly right, Dr. Scott. One for one. I'm off to a, oh, are we, I'm off to a hell of a start. Tate. Are we competing? No, no hell no, no. no. You'll beat me. No, I, I hate no. losing. Oh, yeah. I hate losing. No, not at all, but that's very good. Yes, heart failure was dropsy. And what did they give people for dropsy back then? My guess would be um, some sort of alcohol. Mm. Well, yeah, probably they're all drinking. <laughs> probably some whiskey or some scotch. It was, they were in England. They gave them foxglove. Oh, they, oh, they did. So digitalis. Yes, and yes, there you there go. There you go. Give yourself a bill. Okay, cool. So foxglove had, uh, we found out much, much later, actually may have had some benefit for some people because it had digitalis in it, which we don't write as much as we used to, but we used to write it for heart failure and for people with weird heart rhythms and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so, uh, back then it was sort of a, uh, symptom management model where the symptom was dropsy and the management was foxglove. And they just found that out empirically. You just try a bunch of stuff and you get a couple of people start feeling better. You use it and and then you sort of modify your uh, population that you're giving it to until you end up with a kind of pharmaco- pharmacopoeia that actually has some efficacy to it. Mm-hmm. So and that usually so it starts de- out as alternative medicine and becomes that's right, just like it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally absolutely totally. right. And back then, all they had there was no alternative. Right, there was just herbalism basically, and uh, but that's how these things happen. Yeah. You know. You you try a, a, a million things and maybe something will work on somebody and it's just you know it's not that dissimilar from the way comedians work. They'll develop <laughs> some jokes and some of them will work and some of them won't. The ones that never work, they get rid of. The ones that kind of work a little bit, they'll tweak them and get uh, until they get the wording exactly right, get their word economy right, get the punchline to make sense, the whole thing to make sense, and then they'll use it in their act. And it's not that dissimilar from an herbalist trying to figure out what things work. Oh, know? yeah, totally. You know? So, totally. anyway. Yep. All right. Drop. So, uh, drop. that's dropsy. Okay, so 621, just aged, so they were just old, which meant they probably were, you know, 40. Okay, here's one, ague, A-G-U-E. Can we look that one up? And, um, and I, I, Tacey, you look that one up, and Scott, you look this one up. Okay. Meagrum. M-E-A-G-R-O-M. 17 people dialed of Meagrum. I'm wondering if that's epilepsy of some sort because the other thing... Yeah, so Tacey, what's ague? Malaria or some other illness involving fever and shivering. Okay, there you go. So they had fever and shivering and they called it ague. Does it say why it was... 
what what's what's the derivation of that word? It's okay if you don't have that. No. Okay, that's okay. Scott, do you have miagram? It looks like um, a a severe headache, often limited to one side of the head. That's interesting. And that, so I guess interesting. Maybe, so maybe they had a brain tumor yeah. or a brain bleed. Yeah, I was, I was thinking yeah, a stroke, epidural. You know, bleed, epidural yeah. Strokes usually don't hurt, but those epidural bleeds absolutely hurt, yeah, like an aneurysm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yep, go ahead, buddy. That's it. Yeah, oh. that's that's all they've got is the uh, it, it's a uh, defined as a headache usually to, to I think one we should side. still call it that. Yeah, miagram. You know, it's got, it kind of makes you wonder if it was one of the um, beginnings of migraines. Of um, course. That one would Ooh, Dr. Scott, see now this is where your uh, um quote unquote alternative medicine thinking is coming into play. There you go. Now, Every once in a while, apoplexy is rupture of an internal organ and the accompanying symptoms. So, um, if they died of apoplexy and miagram, maybe what that we were right in the first place that that was a ruptured um, blood vessel in the brain. Okay. Now, Tacey, you had something. No. Oh, you were raising. You just raised your hand. I changed my mind. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Bit with a mad dog is one person so even back then they only had they didn't have that much rabies uh bloody flux or scouring scouring s-c-o-w-r-i-n-g let's look that one up scouring bloody flux yeah i want to know what that is inflammation of the intestine accompanied by bloody diarrhea oh there you go okay so they had some sort of um, Actually, dysentery comes up when you dysentery. Yeah, yeah. that's what I when was you look guess. that up. Yeah, so dysentery basically uh, can be described as diarrhea with blood, blood and mucus. So, all right, hmm. um, okay, burnt and scalded. I guess that's probably an industrial accident. Burst and rupture. Who the hell knows? Now, check this one out. King's evil. What in the hell was the king's evil? Now, probably an STD the king passed on to one of his ooh, um, friends. I got king's evil or struma is tuberculous swelling of the lymph glands. Once popularly supposed to be curable by the touch of royalty, I see. The custom of touching was first adopted in England by Edward the Confessor. We saw. Did we see Edward the Confessor's sarcophagus when we were in England? I don't remember. I think we did. Right next to Henry V's, which was crazy because it was gem crusted, but it isn't anymore. After year, you know, five hundred, six hundred years, people just picked the gems off of the poor bastard's sarcophagus. But hmm. yeah, uh, struma, the king's evil, tuberculous swelling of the lymph glands. Isn't that something? Hmm. The King's Evil. King's Evil. I like that one. We should still call it that. Okay, here's a weird one. Uh, eight people died of <laughs> jaw fallen. Jaw fallen. Hang on. J A W F A L N. Okay, and then I got another one. I, we're going to have to do a bunch of these because they're all crazy. Now there's like lethargy, it just means fallen jaw. Really? Today we know this as lockjaw. Oh, I was going oh, to say tetanus. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Damn tetanus. It. Damn it. I wish you had. That would have been awesome Shit. if you had. I was going to say it's got to be tetanus or uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tetanus, of course. Palsy of some sort. Of course. 
Um, they had eight people in that one year. I've seen one in my whole career, and that's because of, uh, you know, why? Oh, you're pro-vax. <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, shit, here we go. Uh, Impostume. Mm. <laughs> the fuck is Impostume. I am P-O-S-T-U-M-E. People died of some crazy stuff. Now, I here's one on here. I know what it is without looking it up, but let's hear it. what it what's the thing? Let's hear it. Quincy. Quincy? Quincy. Quincy. Yeah. Quincy. Oh well, Sam. Not Oh yeah, go ahead. Impost- that was my English Quincy. Imposthume is an archaic word for abscess. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so someone just had a big-ass abscess, and they didn't know how to deal with it in 1632, and it freaking killed them. That's a terrible thing. Um, I bet fistulas sucked back then. Okay, look at this. 80 people died of measles. Hmm. So anyone who says, oh, you know, measles is a benign disease. Of course, back then, we didn't have some of the technology that we have now, but it still kills one out of a 1,000 people that gets it in 2021. That's why we don't want anybody to get it. Piles. One person died of piles. Now, that's hemorrhoids. Ugh. So how, how bad does your hemorrhoids have to be that the coroner decided you died from them? Ooh. Pretty bad. Ooh. I wonder if that's the sort of, same sort of thing. Did they die from piles or did they die with piles? With piles, yeah. Because all the COVID uh, negators will will resonate with that question. Could they have just bled out? Yeah, maybe they could. Have, yeah, they could have colon cancer or something like that. And That's true, and they, they would have just called it terrible, piles. terrible. Okay, terrible here's a uh, ninety-eight people died of rising of the lights. Okay, hang on now. You rising got any guess what that might be? Scott the... was doing the best on this because he's sort of in tune with this alternative thinking. Yes, rising of the lights. Okay, Tacey's got it. Is this a guess or did you Google an it? illness or obstructive condition of the larynx? trachea or lungs no, I wasn't, rising of the lights that's not where I was going no I was so thinking I was thinking somebody had obstructed up there you, yeah. you might, but why is that rising of the lights does it say why they called it that no yeah hmm. Hmm. then it right. says possibly croup too oh croup huh Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if rising meant something different. Lots in this case referred oh, to as the lungs. I bet you're right. Oh, okay. Oh. oh rising of the, the lungs. lungs. Okay, it kind of makes sense. Uh, okay. Interesting. Thank you, Tacey. Cool, Tacey. Okay, so Quincy, I brought that one up. Anybody Quincy. know what that is? Never. That's reckon. a peritonsillar abscess. So that's uh, when you when you have someone that has an infected tonsil, and the bacteria just go ape shit, mm-hmm. and they d- form an abscess in there. You, uh, they will force the um, tonsil past the midline. So when you op- open up and look in someone's mouth, instead of seeing a nice oral cavity in there, you'll see a tonsil that's going past the midline of the tongue. And uh, that's a medical emergency. Those have to be uh, incised and drained emergently by an ear, nose, and throat person and if you don't do it those people can die it can include occlude their airway or they can die of sepsis now you have to know what you're doing though you can't just go in there with a knife and start poking around because i heard of a case where someone thought they had quinsy and they didn't palpate it first they you know feel it they just stuck a knife in it a scalpel Hmm. 
and it turns out it was a carotid aneurysm. So it was a carotid artery aneurysm, and they just opened it up. Yep. And that person Jeez. expired. So uh, you have to palpate it first to make sure it's not pulsatile, that it's not moving. Right. And for the one in a million chance that that's what it is, you don't want to miss that. Because then you look stupid. Oh, goodness sakes. And then the patient dies, too. Yep. Uh, okay, swine pox. Uh, hmm, I'm assuming that's going to be smallpox or a cowpox sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Think of the virus. Here's one. 34 people died of tissic, T-I-S-S-I-C-K. And then 27 of worms. <laughs> oh, no. Yuck. It sucked to, to live in England in 1632. Yeah, go ahead. Tissic is pulmonary tuberculosis. Okay. Asthma, a dry cough. They had a lot of different words for tuberculosis, didn't they? Because tuberculosis sucked. If you got that, there wasn't any treatment for it back then. Okay, let's see if we can find anything else on here. That's consumption. That's tuberculosis. W- cancer and wolf. What the hell is cancer and wolf? Hmm. Hmm. And then I've got one more, and then we'll we'll move on. Cancer and wolf. Yeah. <laughs> There's jaundice on here. Grief. Eleven people died of grief. Lethargy. Liver groan. Um, oh, and then lunatic. Wait a minute. So you know, you know, you go back to the uh, to people dying of of um, what did you say of uh, sadness or despair? What did you say? Yeah. Um, uh, malaise or no uh, grief. 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 Yeah. yeah broken heart syndrome. Yeah. Which, sure, which sure. of course is the only reversible form of heart disease that I've ever heard of. Yeah. Well, I mean, you want to talk treatable. about it? Well, they're, they're, the, uh, the actual, You're talking about Takasubo? Takas- yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's Takasubo. It's, I guess it's the only um, form of, of, of heart disease I've ever seen that, that can be completely reversed. It's caused and, by stress. And treated, yeah, it's treated yeah. by stress. Yeah, it's broken heart syndrome, um, something that needs to be... Um, not ever forgotten. People get sad and they get sick. Yeah, Takasubo cardiomyopathy yep. is also known as stress cardiomyopathy. And cardio, meaning heart myopathy, just meaning uh, disease of the muscle, is a type of what they call non-ischemic cardiomyopathy, which means not caused by decreased blood flow to the heart. And uh, it usually appears after a significant stress, either physical or emotional, as Dr. Scott alluded to. And when caused by the latter, it's sometimes called broken heart syndrome. Give yourself a bill! And uh, it's not well understood what causes it, but it's probably a sudden massive er uh, surge of uh, adrenaline. And uh, there's the other one, noradrenaline or norepinephrine from extreme stress. And then it causes uh, the heart muscle to stun. And uh, this triggers the arteries to tighten and raises the blood pressure, and it just is a catastrophic failure. And uh, it occurs more commonly in postmenopausal women, but they're the ones often that are burying their husbands, too, and or, or burying children, God forbid. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Usually husbands. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> or they wish that they were. As you'll say, some of them. Rot That's right, Steve. Some of them wish. <laughs> now, was there another one we were going to look up? Um, liver groan. I looked up oh, liver sorry, groan. Yeah. No, that's okay. I looked that one up. Uh, enlarged or failing liver. Okay, the, sure. Okay, so it's cirrhosis, and it was uh, 
their livers were increased in size, so they said their liver had grown, and they called it liver grown. Usually a result of alcoholism, but could be caused by a lot of stuff. They had hepatitis back then, too. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, living in the uh, 1600s kind of fucking sucked. Kind of sucked. It was tough. And then lunatique. That's a good one. I like that. Instead of calling someone a lunatic, they were lunatique, a French word. Is it what Tacey has? Yeah, lunatique. Lunatica. <laughs> the female version. Lunatica. I like the way it sounds. Well, this one, uh, s- n- seven people died of overlaid. That sounds like a pretty good way mm-hmm. to go. You mm-hmm. like that one. You're never, ever going to die of that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I love it. All right. No more need be said about that. All right. What else? What you got there, Dr. Scott? I know you had a story. Or I had one us. good one, which which doesn't a- apply to neither you or I. Let me find a thing. Um the uh okay here we go oh boy well this is gonna be good men with golden penis syndrome nice they're ruining sex and dating for women okay for all women or just oh, some women? for all women no, Get no, out no, just of for here. some women just okay. for some women <clears throat> now this is according to um <laughs> a news report out of new york but i guess after the covid and thing and, and there's been some changes in, in the dating habits mm-hmm. of, of folks but but uh, so and I would assume this would this. be in a place where you're the the lone ten guys at a mostly women's boarding school or something exactly or uh, you know women's college and I, and I think that's where they got most of this but so here's here here's the here's the, the the nuts and the bolts of it men with college degrees have become so cocky <laughs> that they're ruining romance for female <laughs> counterparts. Cocky. Um, cocky. Nice, nice exactly. pun. Exactly. We so, get it. So, so <clears throat> 40, only 40% of college students are male, according to this uh, National Student Student what? Clearinghouse. Now, this is, this is what I'm reading, which means for every three women, there's two men. So that makes all of us with... This is across the country? It's 60-40? It's it, no, that's what it's saying, yeah. That's what it's saying. So your wow. your oldest son has a. We're um, taking over. He's looking. He's looking good. Taking over. <laughs> good. I he's, think he's it's about time. Good. But it, my son has got a girlfriend, and he's never going to look, and he'll never look at anybody else. Uh-huh. No, I'm just telling you. That's, I think we've all said that once or now, twice. I've never said that. Or three times. I don't say it now. And how many times have we all been married in here? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're getting close to double digits. Yeah. Hey, I'm just one. Well, I'm at so, one. Well, you're you're smarter than the rest of us. Uh, if, if, it, if it weren't for that, for for those things, we we might both be retired at this point. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway. there's some truth in what. But, <clears throat> but anyway, said. yeah, the golden penis syndrome. So the, I, I guess these these college grads with with um, with all of their college degrees, they feel like they are um, are superior, and that wow. no matter what they do, their smugness and their superiority, no matter what they do to the to the females. They don't care because they think there will be more women out there waiting for them. <laughs> Man, so there you, you go. are one pathetic loser. Yep, there you go. So golden penis syndrome. That's it? That's it. So how are they ruining it for anybody? Well, because I think they're making the... Uh, I'm looking to the bottom of the story for how they're ruining it, but okay. they're... Um, they they treat their dates badly. Yeah, they ghost them. I read the yeah, article. Ghost I was them. trying okay, to yeah. get, and inclined help you to out. 
I don't need any fucking help with this. Okay. Do you hey, not? Come on, man. I don't need help with this. This is golden penis syndrome. This is your syndrome. Oh, you're well I'm, aware of it. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a platinum penis, not a golden. <laughs> yeah, they're ghosting people. They're moving on. And, and let me tell you guys, that those of you who have this, it doesn't last forever. No. When I got the MD after my name, it helped out because I had no game. I had no game. I wasn't horrendous looking, but, but were, I, I literally had no game, and I was a serial monogamist. And a, and a, bit, of, bit of like but, a genius as far as when it comes to well, the, the kind of genius that I am. No women that doesn't attract them. They're attracted to smart men, but not the kind of smart I if am. If we got divorced, he'd be married within a year. Guaranteed. I don't. I don't think that's Guaranteed. a year. I don't think that's true. Six, six months. months. No, six I don't think that's true. Six mm-hmm. months. No, I'd spend the rest of my life just boning anybody that would let me bone him. Mm-hmm. He'd be out doing magic tricks on the corner. Oh he'd yeah, be, you know he would. He'd be slaying. He'd be slaying <laughs> with his golden penis. I did do magic. Well, that's Dr. why Steve's I did magic penis. because I didn't have any game, and that was something I could just. I had the nerve. I had some really, really good, you know, close-up effects. And I had the nerve to walk up to a table and say, can I amaze you guys for a minute? And then and they go, oh, yeah, sure, I'm sure you can. And then I would. I would blow them away. And then that would give me enough of an opening where I could talk to somebody. But otherwise, yeah, I had no game whatsoever. But you put that MD after your name, you get a little bit of, of free game. But uh, the guys with golden you know phalluses this does not last forever and you're always thinking oh if i dump this one there's another one coming and you're going to get to a point where there isn't another one coming because i know some women with golden you know vajayjays that have run into that situation where all of a sudden whoops where did all the guys go so uh, it can happen and uh, don't be cocky and don't be a fucking asshole how about that exactly be nice yeah Yeah, just be nice yeah because Got girl, women really like nice guys, right, Tace? Yeah. Okay. There you go. So some do. You know, after a while and you put up with so much, yeah, it is nice to be treated <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Once I mean, you've everybody run through goes, the shitheads. Everybody goes through that bad guy thing. Yeah. But, I mean, there's only so much you can take. I just, I have, I know these women that say, I just want a nice guy. I just want a nice guy. And then they still pick the the turds every time Mm -hmm. so they're still attracted to that i don't know (laughs) they haven't had enough yet yeah maybe so all right what else you got scott that's a good one golden penis syndrome golden penis put that in the old armamentarium no that's a that's about all i've got today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself i have fully done things around the home that i think look good and then a bang in the night and i wake up to a shelf collapsing a painting falling off the wall like it i've i've seen it all go south i own a home and i can tell you I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love 
to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. <laughs> You're kidding. No, I've got another I one. I sent you like four articles. I no, I, 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 okay. I've, got a, I've got another good one. This is actually from Dr. Steve. A teen unknowingly um, swallowed a sewing pin that pierced his heart. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so so a, a 17-year-old kid was was actually doing some tailoring of his clothes and does like the rest of us do. And I and I'm guilty of it too. Oh. You know, if I'm if I'm like doing woodworking, I'll put screws and nails and stuff in my in your mouth. stupid mouth and Well, and, we um, it's cuz we it's only we have two hands. Yeah, we tough. need a third or fourth hand. The old things, that's right. Did he live? Yes, yeah, so the young man so so he, he he said he wasn't even aware of it while he was sewing. Oh god. Um he had some some needles in his mouth. He just was sewing away, never even knew that he swallowed it. 3 days later, he'd been having chest pain for 3 days. And and they went they went in and, and he was having an abnormal EKG and they were like, "This is crazy for a 17-year-old." So they figured some kind of viral um, you know, myocarditis or or something and um ct'd his heart and they saw in his heart and you can see on the image here a um shiny metal object and wow like, what in the heck is that what can people google to see that 
Um, I, I would say probably just this article, Teen um, Who Swallowed okay. a Sewing Pin. Yeah. And you can actually see it's a, it's a pretty nice CT image of the heart. Um, but it was, it was in, in the, um, I think this is in his right ventricle. Wow. And they actually had to go in and surgically remove it. But he's done well. They were just trying to figure out how it got into his heart. So right ventricle, lower right. So either it moved through his his esophagus as he was swallowing it, or maybe it came out of his upper part of his stomach. But then it'd have to go through the... Was it actually inside the cavity of the heart? Literally. Yeah, literally inside the cavity of the heart. Well, yeah. they're sharp. I mean... Oh, heck yeah. Well, they're super thin. But, you know... It, for that for that needle to have worked through the stomach up through the no, diaphragm, no, 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 no. there's there's almost no, no way it had to go through or the colon. Esophagus. There's almost no way they were no, just no, no, they're no, hypothesizing, no. but it almost it's, had how to would be. it go from the colon to the heart? Well, that's that's just what they're selling here. There's yeah. just there were just some there's just there's no way it got into the bloodstream and did it that way. It had to be physically through the Straight tissues. It had yeah. to be, yeah. Because yeah. if I mean if it had gone through his colon, he would have probably been septic anyway. He'd have gotten. Yeah. One would think he would have gotten sick. Wow. So, yeah, but the good news is the kid's doing great. No complications. They removed it? Yeah. Yeah, surgery, had to surgically remove it. And um, Holy shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that's, a, that's great. That is yeah. crazy. He's lucky. Yeah, thank goodness he's doing well. I got a good one for you. When a woman in Pennsylvania needed a life-saving liver transplant, she repeatedly ran up against one vexing problem. She kept testing positive for alcohol, which disqualified her from a transplant. So that's true. If you're going to get a liver transplant because you have cirrhosis of the liver, they will drug test you and test you for alcohol. And if you're, they don't want to replace a liver on someone who's just going to ruin the next one. Right. So they'll test you. Well, she's like swearing that she wasn't drinking, and they're saying, well, yeah, but your urine drug test is constantly uh, showing up positive. Anybody got any ideas on this one? I do. Yeah, go ahead. But I think I think I may have read this one before. That's okay. Well, yes, that's how you would know about it. Yeah. I wouldn't assume that you would just make it long, make it up and long be correct. Time ago. No, I the um diabetes. Okay. Yeah. And mm. how does that give that make gives you sugar in your sugar urine? and yeast. Ah, very good. Give Some yourself kind of a yeast, meal. Yeasty in, yeast infection. She had uh, auto brewery syndrome. When and uh, what it is is microbes in the gastrointestinal tract. Oh, this lady had something different. Okay, it was similar. Convert carbohydrates into alcohol. And these people can get drunk from eating carbs, but this was uh, most of the time I've seen it. It's in the bladder where they've got a yeast infection oh, okay. or a bladder infection, and the bacteria in the bladder will ferment alcohol. Go ahead, taste. So when my liver enzymes are out of whack, I can say it must be auto brewery. Yes, it has syndrome? to be. Yeah, <laughs> has to be ABS. Yes. Okay. Yes, very yes. Good. it can't be. Got it. Consumption. <laughs> Excuse be, noted. Excuse me, doctor. <laughs> My um, you just yes, I I like that. Yeah. So you can continue to drink at your normal level, and when your liver goes bad, that's is your excuse. Say okay. yes, we'll vouch for you. Yep. Yeah, I'll say we can say you always smelled kind of sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> um, the so there is a thing called blat. Yes, yeah, he. This is bad medical journalism. I knew this wasn't right. It's not in the GI tract. It's in the GU tract, and the genitourinary tract. And uh, they said it was so rare it didn't even have a name yet. Yes, it does. Um, it's uh, 
you know, bladder fermentation syndrome or auto brewery syndrome. But anyway, uh, yeah, so there you go. And uh, that's crazy. And I have seen this where, because in our business, we do a lot of drug tests. And it's like, um, honey, you you can't be drinking and taking these medications at the same time. And it's like, well, honey, I don't, I ain't never touched a drop in my life. And and it's, uh, you do, you, you delve into it further and they've got sugar in their urine and they've got some some bacteria or whatever. And uh, yeah, those things are just in there doing what they do and they chug away and make alcohol um, and as a product of fermentation. So there you go. All right. You ready to do some phone calls? Or do you do have it. one? Let's you have something? Do it. Okay. Nope. You got one? Okay. I got Number nothing. One thing. Don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. All right. Very good. Oops. Hello. Uh oh. Hello, Dr. Steve. Hello, man. My name is D.E. Okay. So I'm slightly you. overweight as I have gained weight during the COVID 19 pandemic. I was wondering if you had any advice, if there was any type of program that I could use to help me <laughs> shed some pounds. <laughs> also, part two to my question, if you do have a program that might help me, <laughs> is there also a promo code that I could use to <laughs> save some money? Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you in advance for... What? Wait. Your help. <laughs> Love the show. I wonder if he was reading that. Hmm. No, that sounds like it at all. So. Not even That's our buddy Cardiff Electric, and he's being a very good friend and trying to get me to uh, <laughs> give out the uh, promo code for Noom at Noom com. But it is a it, it, there is a serious question here that uh, people a lot of people have lo- gained a lot of weight. Yeah, I, me, I'm one me, of them. Me, I did too. Me, yep. me, me, yep. me. Yeah. So all of us have gained significant amount of weight. I actually hit the highest I've been uh, since I started Noom, and uh, it wasn't a failure of Noom. It was a failure of uh, my part. After I got COVID nineteen, I think part of my brain was like, "Well, screw it." Hell, you almost died, although that's probably not true. But it, I felt like, I, hell, I wanted to die at one point. I felt so bad. Uh, and when it was over, I just started eating. Yeah. And I didn't, uh, with without regard to anything. Yeah. And when I hit, I, I never got back to where I was before I started Noom, but I was way on my way to getting there, and I had to put the brakes on. So I think part of it is psychological. Absolutely. Some of it is just sloth. Tacey used to work out four uh, times a, a week. Started traveling, and it's all gone well, The to traveling hell. and then the COVID, too. You know, they shut your gym down for a while, and you start getting out of the habit of it. Of course, we have this beautiful um, oh, it's uh, gorgeous. Nordic track. Uh, bike where you know they take you on trails and, mm-hmm. and you go up and down hill and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, or classes or yeah, basically you, anything you want. I love this thing and I like to do the Tabata runs because they're they're brief. They're like it's fun to minutes. look at and it's fun to look at. They take you you're riding trails in Turkey. No, I mean the stuff. bike. Oh, the bike. It's fun to look at. <laughs> right. And because, I and I hang my my suitcase stuff because on we're it. using it for a hanger right now. Yeah, which everybody hanger. says is a joke, but I guess it's real. So we need to do better on that. But mm-hmm. um, I just kind of quit giving a shit for a while. 
mm-hmm. and I'm just now starting to care again. Although uh, the training that I did get, um, this isn't a plug at this point from Noom, really did help me because it, it deals with psychological issues that have to do with eating. And I think that helped me a lot. But um, I'm still, got, I want to get back to my ideal body weight because I was there. And um, just anyway, so what do you guys have for ideas that people can do other than me plugging Noom thanks to Cardiff Electric? Check out his podcast. It's so inside the room that most people won't get it. But um, my friend Murray Reams, who was a scholar, said, and I don't know if he this he was quoting somebody, but he said, the more biting the satire, the narrower the audience. <laughs> and his satire is very biting indeed because the audience is very, very narrow for what he does. But I think he's a, a genius. Mm. But anyway, what, do you, what have you got? What I do you, mean, what do you I've, think? Got, I've got nothing. I'm... I'm in a bad spot right now with all the travel and and the hotel gyms are disgusting and yeah. we're in a pandemic and I do feel better when I work out there's no excuse I could do it in the room yeah I just don't should we do something like P90 um I've always recommended to the truckers you know they say well I can't carry weights and I can't work out and it's like no you can you can do P90 you've got a DVD mm-hmm. used to do P90 and the P90 you use the resistance bands and it's 20 minutes you do right. 20 minutes a day that's at least you're getting some exercise yeah and I say get off your ass and get some exercise you know physician heal thyself I think I say with at our, the end of every show I don't I haven't been doing it I think with our bike comes all kinds of um Things on the internet that we could watch yep. and do. Yep. I just don't do it. You know, well, prob- well, I apologize. What I was going to say is, uh-huh. I think what we've all gotten into is just um, a different routine. Yeah. And it's much more sedentary, shittier mm-hmm. routine. Yeah. Because of COVID. And until, until each individual, and I am that individual, I actually started this past Sunday getting off my ass and, and doing something, yeah. exercise. You know, we walk, I take my dog, we, we walk up the mountain yeah. near my house and, and, um, it's it's a beautiful wall, but it's just a getting up and doing it. You know, yeah. I think I'm like you for for over a year was kind of just sitting on my ass and going, well. And then, now you're a pescatarian, mostly vegetarian. <clears throat> yeah. Why would you be gaining weight? Uh, just I think, kind of like a lot of other people, um, I think I increased my alcohol consumption, increased sugars, yeah. increased sugars, and yeah. decreased movement. Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of I, I did exactly what. I say not to do. I don't, I don't want to give anybody any really specific advice because it's different for everybody. If there was yep. one way to lose weight, we would have figured, we it, would have out figured it out a long time ago. 100, 200 years ago, and we'd just be doing it. We'd all be normal weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Scott nailed it, is just being cognizant of what you're eating, eat better things, and be more active, and at least start there. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to, if you want to uh, jolt your system – Using low carb, I'm cool with that as long as you do it right. Low carb is not the bacon, mayonnaise, and steak diet. Mm. <laughs> it does sound pretty good, though. But that's sort of the my uncle told me something that one of his friends told him something diet. A true low carb diet is lots of green leafy vegetables and lean animal protein uh optavia is another one that you can just do and get things going you know you do it for a month or two or something you know a program like noom if you need somebody to sort of tell you what to do 
Um, but just getting started by just saying, hey, we're going to change our ways. So I'm going to I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to make a commitment to get on that stupid bike and I'm going to start eating better. And uh, and we'll report back next week and see if I've had any. You know, I, that's my accountability is our audience. I'm going to do it. Obviously, I I. I, I I can't be accountable to myself. Yeah. And I'm doing, the same, I'm doing the same thing. So you're going to take the clothes off of your exercise yep. machine and clean well, the and dust off. and I'll be off. out of town. So hey, and plug it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Update yeah. your subscription. Yeah, right. <laughs> All of those. Well, yeah. I actually I'm paid, the same for, way. Yeah, I'm the I same paid way. for a subscription almost a year ago, and we haven't used it one time since I paid for that subscription. It's not, a, it's not cheap. So yeah. I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to get some use out of it. And what were you going to say, Tacey? You're going to be out of town so I can do so, anything I'll, I want? So the, okay, clothes, yeah, the clothes on on it will be off. Cool. So he can do. Yeah. No excuses. No excuses. Yep. Plug it in, mm-hmm. dust it off, let it rip. All right. Yeah, I'm going to do something, too. I, I am, and I'm, I'll do better. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Electric, for your call. It stimulated an excellent conversation. Yep. Hey, Dr. Steve, I've got two questions. The first one is, I miss GVAC. Has the medical yeah. community figured out how to cure death yet? Uh, no. <laughs> we we barely can define death. That's the thing. You know, we, we used to define death as stopping breathing. Then we invented uh, uh, ventilators. Then it was heart stopping. Then we invented CPR and uh, advanced cardiac life support. And uh, now we're defining it as cessation of brain activity. But if we can upload our brains into a computer, then is that really death or is it not? We're going to have to define it a different way. So, yeah, no, I mean, I know you're asking. We miss him, too, and his picture's right here. And I was thinking about him the other day. If you go to our Patreon, I posted a video that we did with GVAC where we took a skin tag off of his eye. And, uh, you know, he was just such a good sport about stuff like that. He's the one that got Dr. Scott into music. Yep. And for that one thing, you know, okay, so everything else was good about GVAC, but, yeah. you know. He ruined Secondly, it. <laughs> I recently found a bunch of ulcers on my tongue. Okay. Um, I saw a couple of doctors, and they all told me it looked like I was biting my tongue. I had these, they were, looked like, oh, Dr. Steve, it looked like I had herpes on the side of my tongue. I was so nervous. Um, yeah. I went and talked to a couple of doctors, and they told me it looked like I was biting my tongue, and it turns out that I'm having seizures. What? All right, thanks, bye. Oh, what? <clears throat> wow. We just lost him? No, he just hung up. So, uh, yeah, that's wild. Uh, weird that you'd be biting your tongue. Well, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, people do bite their tongue when they're having seizures. Usually they know they're having seizures. I was thinking of something like trench mouth. Trench mouth is also called Vincent's angina. It's where you get ulcerations, swelling, and sloughing off of dead tissue from the mouth and throat. But sometimes it can just be on the tongue. And, um, you know, they, they'll call that acute necrotizing ulcerative gingivitis. But, uh, uh, wow. And you can get herpes on your tongue, too. Mm-hmm. By the way, I went to a new dentist today, and they ran me through the mill. I just had dental implants placed, so I've just got these little places where they're going to eventually put the teeth. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in for about twenty grand on this shit of everything bad. that they want to do. Uh, they got to straighten my teeth, and then I've got— um, At your age? 
Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Well, because Why don't you just pull them because they're. <laughs> that's what I said. Just pull them and and put implants in, uh, but that yeah. would cost even more. Yeah, that's true. And then they got a patch. All of my gingiva, apparently, they've been receding. And because I clench my teeth, the teeth flex. And so now the uh, gums have pulled away, and it's so you've exposing the grafts? roots. And so, yeah, i got to get grafts. And, uh, yeah, it's really something. But one of the things that they did was they had me swish this stuff in my mouth. And then they used uh, what I guess was an ultraviolet light or something, if there's a dentist or an oral surgeon out there that knows. And then they they do an oral cancer screening. I, I, I opted for that when I was filling out the paperwork. Yeah. I wonder how much they charged me for $67. that. $67. Oh, that's not so bad. But, uh, yeah, they look around and, uh, yeah, really didn't find anything, which is good. Because... You know, I've been exposed to HPV, and you you worry about it. So, yeah, go ahead. I, I'm just upset about the twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not thrilled about it either. It'll be over a, a year and a half amount of time, but that's about how much it's going to cost to do everything. Because the the grafting that they have to do to cover up the roots of mm-hmm. my because I looked at the picture and so I look at my mouth every day and I said, you all are putting a filter on this to make my mouth look the 10 worst, times worse yeah. so that I'll agree to this. And they said, oh, no, 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 that's really what it looks like. But they're all pulled away and you can see where the the enamel stops. But there there weren't any uh, cavities there. You'll get cavities there and then they have to just yank the tooth. Uh, because I had so much fluoride when I was a kid, but you could see it. And so when they patch it, they do four quadrants, and each quadrant is two grand. Mm. So we're talking eight grand just for the patching. So I'm not I'm not happy about that. I just figured, you know, I paid two grand to have two implants put in, and I figured, well, that's going to be the biggest part of it. But that's no, that's that's a tenth of what I'm going to end up paying for everything. So. Yuck. Please so, send cash. Yeah, uh, patreon.com <laughs> slash weird medicine. Thank there you. There you go. I got All right. you. All right. So, uh, yeah, so this guy may be having seizures and just biting his tongue. That was the, the one thing. She said, oh, you bit your the inside of your mouth right and i said yeah all the time she said and it was like magic it was like when dr scott felt my pulse and he could tell i was constipated mm-hmm. it was cool that she could look in there and say oh you bit your tongue or the bit the inside of your mouth like about two weeks ago it was absolutely true but i guess she could see it oh my god steve what if i go and she says i need all that too because our dentist wasn't paying attention yeah i don't know uh, well well i'm just not gonna do it <laughs> okay you'll just have to i'll wait. be the only one with decent Good mouth. teeth yeah I'll have these beautiful, straight, white pearlies. Choppers. I just yeah. use dentures. What's wrong with that? That's what I'm saying, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. It, yank them. I mean, you spend all this money to keep them, and I'm Hell, old. Hell, it's got to feel better to pull them than do the grafts. And, you would think so. And bone grafts and I've had the grafts in a couple of places. If any dentists want to call in and talk about this, Man, that's gotta uh, hurt. I'm cool with gotta it. got to hurt. Anyway. All right, got it. But go. they take the skin from the roof of your mouth and then oh, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, it's yeah, terrible. they do. And then they and then they. Well, I guess I'll gotta, lose weight then. It's yeah. got to adhere to it, and then they put this stuff. Oh, is she going to do it, or is she sending you? No, somewhere? she's sending me to a periodontist. Oh yeah, no, I did that. You did? Just in, uh, I've done it twice <gasps> in two little places. Okay, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, a lot of times that can be cured by not. People, people brushing their teeth too vigorously. Yeah, right. that's what well, I. They'll do. tell me to quit using my Quip toothbrush. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, but she said that really wasn't why. Mm-hmm. That wasn't it. But yeah, I'm gonna have to start going to a soft toothbrush. It's all it's all no. it's all it skull. I know. Chewing I just, back I figure you can't get anything clean with a soft toothbrush though. Mm-hmm. They're always saying that, and it's like that's not gonna work. Mm. <laughs> I gotta scrub oh. floss, baby. Yeah, I do floss. All right, uh, let's do this one. I'm not flossing for Hi, nobody. Dr. Steve, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are I'd you? I'd like you to talk more about the out-of-body experiences that you mentioned having in a previous podcast. You said it had something to do with a yoga presentation on the Oprah show. It wasn't on the Oprah show, but I, I think I did say it was on the Oprah network. Tacey and I were doing yoga with Steve Ross. Remember last week, I couldn't remember his name. It's mm-hmm. Steve Ross, and you can go on YouTube and find him. And he played kind of funky music, and he was young guy, yoga master dude. And uh, he had a class of basically, you know, young folk. And, um, and he would teach you how to do yoga. And so we would sit in our living room with the VCR it was a VHS tape of a bunch of his classes, and we would do yoga. And one at the end of it, they do this big relax. So people think yoga, and Scott will attest to this. You should talk about it a little bit. Sure. Uh, it looks like, oh, they're just stretching and doing all this stuff. Hell no. By the end of it, I was sweating. My heart was pounding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you felt like you'd really had a, a workout, which is crazy. Because you're holding positions sometimes that your body doesn't really want to hold. Right. And stabilizing muscles that are typically not used to That's stabilize right. things for so long. The yeah. smaller muscles in your shoulders and, it really, and ribs. You get a lot of lactic acid. A lot of it. Uh, to, um, burn and you contract these muscles then you release them and a lot of the lactic acid gets into your system and so you uh you you really feel that burn and you feel pretty tired well at the end of it they do the reward is this thing called called the big relax and we would lay there and it's called shavasana shavasana pose that's excellent yeah excellent okay Mm. and he would have you do this visual imagery and the one that we were doing that day was you were supposed to imagine a tower made out of bricks like a circle of bricks and it was constantly falling in on itself so it would you know the bricks would start falling into the center but it was infinite so it would just constantly be falling in on itself and um uh, I was doing that, and I started to float out of my damn body, and I and I flipped over, and I looked down, and I could see the two of us sitting there um, doing yoga or in this pose. Now I know I've seen the studies where they've done this in operating rooms where people have out of body ex- experiences, and they put a sign that only someone floating from the ceiling could see, and they never can come back and say hey i saw a sign and it said you know it had this code word on it hmm. so i know it's bs but that's how i felt yep. and so it was awesome we've got about 30 seconds that Go ahead, show Tim. was called inhale and it was on the oxygen channel okay so was oxygen part of oprah no no that was something different it was way before oprah i don't okay. even know if it's still around it's not it's know. not. I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't think it is. But like you would know, though, really, Scott. Oh, I know. But Steve, he would, he would know. But Steve because Ross is would, still on. He watches the Oxygen Channel. <laughs> well, he knows about yoga. Uh, Steve Ross is uh, still <laughs> viewable on YouTube, yes. so I highly recommend him. And Rodney Yee is another one. All right, let's do let's do another phone call okay. before we get out of here. Hello, folks. Got a question that 
is discussed all the time, but it's never been explained. What is a steroid, and how does a steroid differ from regular medicine or regular pills? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Well, okay. There, there's no sort of molecule that says this one is medicine and this one is something else. Mm-hmm. It's just how we use it. So corticosteroids are anti-inflammatory drugs. They're they're you know you have non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs that'd be ibuprofen, Insets, naproxen, right. that stuff. These are steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. They're usually we use them to treat inflammation like rheumatoid arthritis, uh, lupus, things like that. But also in COVID-19, dexamethasone is a corticosteroid that was found to be effective in preventing death in people who are, uh, um, you know, who are critically ill. They resemble cortisol, which is a hormone that your adrenal glands make. And uh, they're Corticosteroids, we usually call them steroids, but then there are androgenic steroids. Androgenic steroids are things like testosterone, which are also steroids. So people get confused. They say, well, I'm going to give you a steroid dose pack, and they go, oh, well, I'm going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like, no, different kind of steroid. So um, uh, these steroids can be given intravenously. They can be given as a shot. Sometimes we'll use them. We will instill them in joints that are inflamed. I used to... uh, do a lot of knee injections and people with knee arthritis they get a big giant effusion where there's fluid on their knee and it's red and uh, we would rule out that it was infected you draw the fluid off and then replace it with um, a uh, solution of uh, corticosteroid long acting and short acting and some anesthetic mm-hmm. yeah a little numbing a little numbing medicine yeah, they, they walk out of there pain free for a little while thinking you're a genius and then the steroids help to calm down all that inflammation that caused it in the first place. So be, because they are hormones, you could say, well, there's something different than than a, a pill like an ACE inhibitor, which blocks a certain receptor in the body. Right. But um, really, they're all medicine. We're using them all the same. Yep. All right. Yep. What are you looking at? What are you sharing it, it, over this? I was sharing something with, we, with the long, the long, the long view. We were we were picking up um, Tacey on her phone. And somebody said they, they're, they're reading her Facebook. <laughs> and I said, shit, I just figured she was shopping. They are 100% correct. <laughs> I figured, I figured oh, she did was shopping. You, did you take the, the camera down? Is that what you did? Wyatt, where'd the camera go? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. Hopefully we're not on the long shot. No, we're not on the long shot. We're not. So, oh, so some people were able to read your fa- No, what? they couldn't read it. They couldn't okay, read they it. could just see no, what she was doing, it. that she's obviously not paying attention. I was making fun you know, of I've, I've got a really short attention span. No. And, um... Since when? And and it's at the end of the day, and nobody's paying me to do this. No. And so, paying you to do this. Love and affection. (laughs) I paid attention from eight till five. I drove four hours today, and I am. Yeah, you're fine. I'm fine. You're good. You're not. I was just looking at um, a couple of things on Facebook. Okay. Did you find something uh, apropos to the show? No. Okay. <laughs> so thanks. Always go to Dr. Scott. Thanks, Tacey, for You're being welcome. here. Uh, check check us out on the Patreon. She does pay more attention when it's just the two of us. Uh, you know, I try to anyway. Yeah. We can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Teft, that Gould girl. 
Lewis Johnson, Paul Ofcharsky, T- Chowdy1008, Eric Nagel, the Port Charlotte Horror, Tacey, mm. the uh, Saratoga Skank, the Florida Floozy, also a listener, <laughs> Roland Campos, sister of Chris, Sam Roberts, she who owns pigs and snakes, Pat Duffy, <laughs> Dennis Falcone, Matt Kleinschmidt, see, Tacey gets all these references, Dale Dudley, Holly from the Gulf, Christopher Walken's double, Steve Tucci, the great Rob Bartlett, Vic's Nether Fluids, Cardiff Electric, Casey's Wet T-Shirt, Carl's Deviated Septum, the inimitable Vincent Paulino, Eric Zaitunian, Bernie and Sid, Martha from Arkansas's daughter, Ron and Bennington, and of course our dear departed friend, Fez Watley, who we will never forget, and all of those who supported this show has never gone unappreciated. Listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel, SiriusXM channel 103, Saturdays at, I don't know what time, 6, 7, something like that, Sunday at 5 or 6. I got to find out. But listen to it on demand. On demand is the right way to listen to it. And other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to you, our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules, podcasts, and other crap. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Tess. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.